Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. Yo, yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to Taco Tuesday. I'm Alex Padilla, at AlexPadilla86. He's Alex Regla, at AlexMRegla on Twitter. That is where you can find us. Alex, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well, man. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, adjusting to life without cable. Um, oh, yeah. He cut cable. Yes, I am now a okay. So this is this has been a dilemma of mine for the last two weeks. I have officially moved into a new place, and my cable bill is so expensive, like so expensive. Because you know, like the first year they suck you in, and it's like super mm-hmm. cheap. And they give you all these deals, and they give you, like, HBO for free and all this other stuff. So I was living life pretty good. And in the last year or so, I just see that it's just, like, crazy increasing. And I finally, when I moved, I was like, okay, I'm not going to renew cable. I'm going to try YouTube TV. Here's a problem with that. And I knew it was a problem, but I figured I'd find an easier solution because streaming nowadays is not hard. Uh, Spectrum Sportsnet is not on YouTube TV, which I knew and wasn't surprised by. Um, Something I was surprised by was that I live in San Diego. All of Spectrum Sportsnet, which is the local TV market for the Lakers, or the the local TV channel, all of Spectrum Sportsnet has designated the entire region of Southern California as a local Lakers market. So what the hell does that mean? Uh, if, if I got NBA league pass, all my Laker games would be blacked out. So last night, NBA TV, I tune in games blacked out. Oh no. So I did not know that. Uh, I should have looked at that up. Uh, I really didn't think I just, I've, I've always had spectrum sports net on. I have Cox cable. That's what I used to have. <laughs> so that is my dilemma that I've been dealing with. Um, obviously I found a stream. And I watched it, very reliable, very nice HD stream, but... I'm sure it was legal and everything, right? Absolutely. Um, so I was trying to... I I guess I'm trying to figure out, like, should I get a VPN and switch my location to, like, North Carolina? I don't really know how I'm going to get around this right now, but uh, that was that's what I've been dealing with as far as being a Lakers fan, Alex. Not so far. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, so... that's Because uh, we had considered cutting cable, but really, that Spectrum is really the only reason... We kept it. Um, so, what other options do you have? Like, is Hulu? Can you get it through Hulu? So, Hulu, I looked up, you know, I the only one that I haven't actually looked up that literally just popped in my head was Fubo TV. I wonder okay. if they have Spectrum. I don't know. Uh, Hulu. You can't, like, buy a channel? No, like, you can't K- do uh-huh. a la carte. If, I, if you uh, could okay. do a la carte, that would be amazing. You know, I would pay sure. the. I would pay for Spectrum Sportsnet. Would I pay for like a Netflix? You know, I would pay the 10, 12 yeah, bucks, yeah. whatever a month. Um, but it's not available. And even in, I went on Spectrum mm. Sportsnet's website and I logged in with my old uh, cable subscription, uh, which is still valid for like the rest of the months. And that's how I watched it. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. That sucks. But going forward, like. I won't be able to watch it if it's just a Spectrum game. It has to be an ESPN nationally televised game or like a TNT game or an ABC game. Then I can watch them because it has local channels. Like I have all the ABCs, NBCs, Foxes. I have all the <clears throat> local channels. But uh, for whatever reason, that's awesome for Spectrum, I guess. Like you're making people get Spectrum and the entire, 
all of Southern California. Um, it's still a reason we have it, yeah. honestly. I get that in the Dodgers. I get Clippers games because I have the Bally <laughs> Sports San Diego, and they air all their those games here. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'll figure it out though. That's just my. I'm personal sure there's some dilemma. alternative uh, websites out there. You can yeah look that. Listen, dude, <laughs> if you want to watch something, it's not hard to watch something. I, mean, I don't need to tell anybody that, right? Like, it's pretty easy to watch anything nowadays. Um, but uh, I didn't. <laughs> I tuned in a little late yesterday, and I I didn't I didn't I didn't really miss much, did I? I was watching. Um, no. Yeah, yeah. I was watching uh, towards the end. Um, I, I kind of t- since we weren't doing a podcast last night, we haven't done a post game in a while. Um, I kind of tapped out when Anthony Davis got thrown out for trying to tie his shoe. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, what? This, this seems like a good spot right here to 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 let it go. Uh, it was just one of those nights where the opponent was just making everything, and just nothing looked good for the Lakers. Um, but I want to start here. Uh, before we talk about the big news of the day, which is possibly LeBron returning and, and this this massive five-game road trip that the Lakers are about to embark on, I wanted to ask you something because last week, I know there's a daily podcast here on this network on Silver Screen and Roll every single day, so people have talked about everything that's happened. But as a whole, last week I asked you, what do you want to see from the team? And both of us said it would be nice if there was like a tangible improvement by the team. I said it'd be nice if I saw some consistency. Definitely didn't see that. Definitely didn't see any sort of consistency by the Lakers. Uh they they went they won two of the four games, which I think you said two and two. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of us expected them to beat the Heat, but they beat the Heat, looked okay. Jimmy Butler got hurt that game. Looked awful against the Timberwolves. Beat the Spurs, looked okay. And then looked not good at all against the Bulls. Did you see any tangible improvement, consistency that you wanted to see in the last week? Oh, it's tough to, to tough to like find one single one. I it, it's funny because I thought there were like improvements across the board, just in terms of just playing better. You know, in terms of the rotation being a little better. Tht coming back helped kind of like set guys in other spots. Um, I thought they were making strides and then yesterday it felt like they took a couple steps back and i'm not sure how much of that is just because tired legs um short rotation they play a lot of games like every other game like every other day there's a game now Mm -hmm. so uh, i feel like that's why carmelo individually is starting to struggle with this shot just different things but in terms of like a single tangible thing there isn't like one aspect i can point to I, i guess russell westbrook has been a little more efficient like he's still turning the ball over, but like field goal percentage wise, like he's doing well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What about you? You don't say anything? No, unfortunately, no, <laughs> unfortunately not. But um, you know, I was hoping for a little bit more. I, I would figure 15 games in, Russell Westbrook would kind of start figuring out, especially because LeBron's been out, right? So it wasn't like he's having to deal with the third superstar. It's it's really supposed to be Russ and AD. And I just kind of see, feel like he's still trying to figure out exactly what he's supposed to be doing on this team, whether it's being super aggressive or just trying to distribute a little more. Um, the defensive issues are actually starting to worry me a little bit. And maybe that's, you know, I, I you know, the Lakers have not been healthy, but I, even if they are healthy, we'll see what happens there. Um, but I think you, Alex, if I look at, if I'm looking at this correctly and, and I could be off by a day or two, Okay. I don't think the Lakers have had two days off since opening night. 
I, I think that's right. I was trying to look for that also, and I think you're right. I think it was They've, after opening night. They have literally played every other day, um, and they're not getting two days off uh, for a while. <laughs> Until November mm-hmm. 30th, they have two days off in between the Kings game and Clippers game. Uh, they don't play Wednesday or Thursday. They play every other day. And for an old team, which they are, uh, that's probably got to you know account for something. But I, I, I don't know how much I want to put the 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 amount of games as an excuse because I feel like they've looked the same kind of all year. It's like they it, they don't have they have not yet had a consistent game all the way through. We all know, everybody's talked about their third quarter issues. Uh, we don't mm-hmm. need to rehash those, but I think we all know that that it's the third quarter's been abysmal this year. So they really haven't had a have they had a solid game from beginning <laughs> to end? No. Like even like the, the games they've won, have any have any been comfortable wins? No. Have any have been like without controversy at the very last minute of the game? No, it's all been kind of not fluke wins, but just like things were weird yeah. <laughs> in those games that they won. So um, I guess the Spurs, that last game, even though they made a comeback towards the end, that was probably the most like confident yeah, given I was up, that they were going to win a game. They've given up big leads. They've gone to overtime when yeah. it's unnecessary. Obviously, they lost two against the Thunder that they should have won. And by the way, for all of the Lakers' bad problems, right, like all that, that we'll probably talk about, if they don't lose those two games against the Thunder, they're the three seed get that and if they don't just completely fall apart against minnesota I, people forget you look at that final score and you don't see it but mm-hmm. they were winning for pretty handily like for most of that game that first half and then just a disaster third quarter so there's at least three or four games mm-hmm. like including the thunder ones that they probably should have won yeah so and that's that yeah it's just been weird that's that's something that they got to fix man when they have leads they got to be able to hold them um unfortunately last year uh, I think I tweeted it numerous times, and I just kept retweeting it every time. The only consistent thing that happened last year with the Lakers was that there was a long stretch of of a scoreless drought. Like every single game, they would put the graphic up on Spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, four minutes and thirty seconds. It's a seventeen zero run for the opponent. Like that's something that has plagued the Lakers, and and I don't know what that you can point to as being the problem. I don't know. If, if I don't know, like they, they got to be able to stop these runs that teams make against them. Yeah. Earlier you said that you, you were kind of worried about the defense. Like, honestly, I, I think it's the offense. I I've been the most concerned about so far. Um, uh, maybe that's, that's more so because I'd expect this team to be incredible on defense mm-hmm. where I did expect them to, to be really good on offense. And last night, I, I'm not sure how much of the whole AD post up, double teaming you I saw, saw your tweets, but yeah it, it was rough uh the bulls basically they double team ad from the very first possession of the game and remained that way for until he got ejected they would throw doubles at him every time he caught the ball the lakers just could not adjust they they look like they've never seen a double team in their lives although <laughs> they see it almost every third quarter which is it's kind of been an issue every third quarter one of the reasons why they lose those those quarters is because the other team makes adjustments at halftime where AD can have a great first half, but then they were like, okay, we'll just double him in the, in the third quarter. And then the Lakers kind of struggle to adjust to that. So I, I 
it just feels like this team struggles way more than they should to score obviously injuries play a big role not having lebron is the biggest factor there but Mm -hmm. there's just many times where i I don't know what the offense is trying to trying to accomplish how much of that do you think is because the lakers just don't move with the ball with or without the ball a lot of it is just you know isolation a lot of it is just make a play you know how many times have we seen the lakers need a a shot at the end of a game and it's a russell westbrook pull up three there's not even a play ran that's a great point like how like off the top of your head who do you think leads the league in post-ups in terms of the amount of post-up possessions they've they've tallied Mm. so far Giannis no a team oh team so which team yeah post-ups I mean probably the Lakers since you're asking the question (laughs) yeah well yeah the Lakers I kind of served it up there but yeah you wouldn't think so though right like I I I guess you would think it's like Jokic or Embiid or those post-up heavy teams but no it's the Lakers and they're about below average on those post-ups so they're posting up more than almost any other team in the league and they're not they're scoring at a below average rate that that just goes to your point where their their offense is very standstill Mm -hmm. and when you have a guy like russ like russ yesterday after the game he kept talking about our pace wasn't good we need to like run more and i think he's absolutely right like this team wasn't really built to to be this dynamic half-court team they what they were built for was to be this team who could just outrun you and just be like this this runaway train in transition but for whatever reason, uh, it just hasn't been the case. And R- Russ did point out, like, it's obviously hard to run when you're bringing the ball out of the net every possession. That goes mm-hmm. back to your defense point. But it, it, it just takes them forever to, like, set up a post-up for AD, for example. Like, it's like a complex action they're setting up. It's like a yeah. post-up, and it takes them, like, 10 seconds to do it. So a lot of that has to be on the coaching net, right? Like the the offensive yeah. schemes have just not been there. I mean, there's an over reliance on individual performance as opposed to teams. How many times you watch the Lakers this year, and all of a sudden an opponent runs like this like drawn up play, and they score easily out of a timeout where the Lakers get the ball, and it's like <laughs> a post or like a pop up shot from Russ or a three from Anthony Davis. Like Russell Westbrook, I think was zero for six from threes yet last night. Like, yeah. why are you shooting six threes, Russ? Like, so I just. Um, uh, yeah, I when you say that I was going to talk about defense and it's worrying me, yeah, um, I I think because I was expecting a little bit of improvement there and I, I just, I'm not getting it. And right. offensively, I just kind of point to like, well, LeBron might fix some of those things. I, but I LeBron's think, not going to fix checked. it defensively. I, he should help defensively. The, the thing is, the, the defense, I've noticed at least, they're so small. Like, especially since AD's gone to center. Like, which is obviously the right thing to do. Yeah, but you guys only, wanted that. Only, Come on now. The only, Everybody yeah, no, wanted but that. But the only ish, issue with that is, given this current availability of players, like, you, you won't have your LeBron at the four, Trevor Ariza at the four. You have THT at the four, Carmelo at the four. And then you're running Bradley, Monk, Rondo, Westbrook, all at the same time. It's just really, really small. And teams are just kind of switching, like, they put AD in a pick and roll, and then they target whoever is not AD on the floor, mm-hmm. and they're getting layups. So it, it, you're you're not getting the benefits of AD going out like being small on either end of the court right now, which which is an issue. Yes. Um, so let's talk about 
LeBron real quick because the news today from Adrian Wojnarowski and obviously uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or two days ago Dave McMenamin said that LeBron mm-hmm. will be returning soon and now according to Adrian Wojnarowski there is growing optimism that LeBron will be back on Friday and that is when they will be playing the Boston Celtics um, he's obviously missed I believe two weeks with an abdominal strain I mean LeBron's only played in six of the 15 games so far uh, this year for the Lakers um, so that is very good news if you're a Laker fan, right? Your best player is back. Yeah, and Almost honestly, back. yeah, yeah, I, it's it's really great news like, for multiple reasons. The trickle down effect for LeBron coming back is going to be huge. Like from the rotations, from like I was mentioning about not being as small in the front court. If you go with AD at the five going forward, you're going to have a guy like LeBron out there. Um to kind of be the low man he's going to be the guy rotating he's going to be the guy helping on the boards and then on the other end maybe some of those russell westbrook kind of frenzy turnovers or like dysfunction in the half court could kind of be fixed a bit when with lebron with the ball in his hands you know Mm -hmm. so i think just there's a multitude of reasons obviously that it's really good news that lebron's gonna be back um i had a conversation today um and this person said, you know, LeBron needs to come back and needs to be LeBron. And I said, okay, but why? Like, why does he need to come back and need to be LeBron? Like, what is the expectation for LeBron to come back? And then what does that turn the Lakers into? Like, and what, let me like kind of just explain what I meant. So, like I said, the Lakers have ten, uh, eight wins on the season. They're eight and seven, not great. Easy schedule so far. Um, I believe 24th easy schedule. I'll look it up again, but 24th easiest strength of schedule. When I asked that, maybe it's too soon to be asking. It is November 15th. We only played 15 games. You know, I know that that's super early, but were we expecting the Lakers to to come in here and dominate the West and be the one seed by the time the playoffs come around? I, I think... I would say some, if not most, thought they would be like a top three seed. Okay. Because I'm kind of of the opinion that, A, they weren't going for the one seed. And they're like a top four seed, in my opinion, if healthy, which is still going to be the question all year long, because clearly they haven't been. And then when they get to the playoffs, I think they're a matchup nightmare for in a series. I think in a series, this team is built to to win series. They're difficult matchups all across the board offensively for for anybody. They have size if they need it. They actually have some decent three-point shooting this year. Now, am I just completely wrong? Am I just like trying to make put a positive spin on the on this on the bad start or is or do you agree with me? No, I think that's I think I wouldn't say the team has a sense of urgency right now. At least they don't play like it. And uh it, it sounds, I, I don't know if his exact words, but I don't Vogel mentioned something like, God, I'm just thinking of those Dan Tony when he said like, whoever was like, okay, the, the season starts today. The season starts today. Those type of things. Like Vogel didn't say those exact words, but it kind of felt like we're too early into the year to kind of stress out or freak out. And we can't really gauge this team given where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. And that's all true. But at the same time, I, like you mentioned, they are coming off a really home-heavy schedule, a really Man, let's soft talk about schedule. That real quick, so far, uh, they have played twelve games at home, seven and five, mm-hmm. 
at home, one and two on the road. They've only played three road games. Uh, 26th easiest strength of schedule so far. And they are eight and seven. So what they expected to be easy has not been. And that's the easy, easy schedule so far. So you mentioned like the expectations maybe with LeBron or like how maybe expectations if the team is healthy, like, you know, like, like obviously championship or bust. That's, that's, that's the mentality. But as far as regular season goes, you know, were we expecting to come out here and win 65 games? Again, I think some people did. That's crazy. Like, and on, I really I'm not did. saying that's right or wrong, yeah. but I, I think that was kind of the consensus that this team was going to win a lot in the regular season where people had concerns was the postseason. And maybe that's what I'm saying. Like, like, am, I, am I wrong? Like, if I'm crazy, you can call me out. I really just I, I, I never thought the Lakers would be the ones. I think we even talked about that, that at least I didn't think they would be the one. What was the over under like 50, 52, 53? Yeah, I don't remember. But, like, I, I don't think – I think the team, at least, like, maybe the front office or the – internally, I think they're a little more towards what you're saying. And they're not so much concerned about a super high standing, but more being healthy when it counts. So I think they'll be a little more extra cautious with guys, give up games, like, that they could play in to try to win. Like, no, just sit that out. We need you later on in the year. Like, I'm sure they're, they'll be fine with – a middle of the pack seating if it means they're healthy right. versus trying to go for the one seed and and losing guys in the process so just just so i don't mess people up here the lakers over under according to vegas heading into the season was 52 and a half uh which would be second best in the west they had the utah jazz at 53 and a half um not that it matters now i was just bringing it up so when you when you when you bring that up about how what the team thought and how they they might agree with me more with you know it's so as long as we're healthy it's a, it's a marathon it's not a sprint we'll figure it out is that the problem that they're just so could, reliant on we'll figure it out it could be i mean just like comparing the championship season from a few years ago or a year ago i don't even know how many years ago it's now <laughs> been since then but um like from preseason we saw like a competitive spirit with that team on the defensive end and just like a general effort level that carrying over into the regular season and last season that wasn't really there and remember how frustrating those first few few weeks were like they were winning but it just seemed like they weren't playing with a lot of effort energy and stuff like that and then this preseason they you know they, they go winless they win their they lose their first couple of regular season games lebron was at football games the day of games yeah, so it just has like a general type of like, like you said, we'll figure it out later. We're not too overly concerned. And, and yeah, that could be, that definitely could be an issue. Uh, but also, I, I just think this is also the second straight year where they've just been decimated with injuries. Yeah, Like that, that championship season, they were, for the most part, pretty fortunate in terms of being healthy and, and getting guys on the same page and and everything like that. So I, I think it's a combination of things, but it's definitely not uh, probably like an encouraging sign to see guys kind of like taking it easy right now. Yeah. I think that, you know, there is a level because they are such a heavy veteran team that I feel like there is this level of cockiness that they carry themselves with, with I don't think that they've earned so far 
because individually they might have been great elsewhere, but as a as a unit, you are you really that confident that you'll figure it out when you keep having these opportunities to show everybody that you will and then you don't necessarily capitalize on them? I think it's a I think it's something a little question to be answered. So uh, I I think this is a perfect like segue. So they're they're gonna about to start a a pretty hard five game road trip coming up. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, at least, I don't know where you're at, I think this is going to be an, a, a pretty kind of telling test uh, of this team. Again, it's still really early on in the season. It's only five games coming up, five road games. But I'm really curious to see how this team responds once LeBron comes back. And not, not only when LeBron comes back, but just after getting beat by the Bulls the way they did. And um, they're getting closer into the the season i mean i know it's still really early but at some point they're gonna have to flip a switch so i think this road trip is gonna be really telling not only if they win but like if they lose games the manner if they lose them if it's still the same things third quarters playing a big role the offense looking bad the defense falling apart i'm really curious to see what these next five games on the road um tell us about this team yeah, I think it was Carmelo that was quoted in the Athletic by uh, yesterday saying like, "Give us twenty games." You know, I look at the seasons in four parts. This is the beginning part. Mm-hmm. Um, so after these next five games, that'll be twenty games, and I really do think it'll be telling because for whatever reason, Alex, like right now, I'm super chill about the team. Whereas last week, I was just like, as you could, if you remember, I was pretty annoyed by the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what's changed. I just feel like. Like, I just did realize how early it is, right? Like, the team, the, the NBA season last year started in December. And we're not even in December yet. We're midway through November. So, I would say that I think a change of pace, a change, uh, 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 being able to be actually, like, you know, on a plane together, on a road trip together. Like, mm-hmm. you, they really need some cohesiveness, some, like, togetherness to figure this out. Because this is a – they're playing – like a bunch of individuals, they're not playing like a team. And I'm not telling you that they're going to go out to dinner and they're going to like, it's all going to click. And then, you know, they're going to share some laughs that drinking some wine, you know, in freaking Milwaukee. And then all of a sudden they're going to be like this amazing team. But I do buy into the fact that, you know, they've been in LA most of the time. Everyone's going home. Everyone's doing their own thing. And now they can't for, they're not coming home until Thanksgiving, which is next Thursday. So yeah, that's a great point. You know, like, it is cliche and everything, but sometimes those road trips are great bonding experiences, great, um, like, have great film room sessions. Like you said, like, they don't get to go home. They don't get to say bye to guys and just, like, that's the end of the night. They're going to be with guys traveling, like, Yeah, non-stop. chances are and, they're not going to an NFL game. They're not going to go to, you know, yeah. they're not going to go do other things. They're going to be with the team. They're going to be doing team things under, like, team, you know, curfews and all that stuff. And, you know, they're going to places like Milwaukee, Detroit, and Indiana, you know, and then I know... What are, they, what are, you, trying to, what are you trying to say? Uh, you know, there's not a lot to do in Milwaukee. You know, I'm looking at Tuesday, November 23rd at the Knicks. That one, <laughs> that Monday night might be a little fun, but um, that's the first of a back-to-back, by the way. Um, I, I do... I, I buy into that, Alex, but if they come back one and four, what is that? You know, none of that means anything. Yeah, if they come... Uh, they come back one and four, I think... Um, Hmm. How do I say it? Panic, um, panic, 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 <laughs> panic, not, panic. Not, I wouldn't say panic. I, I would say there'd be um, maybe some like rumblings of potential trade type. Fire Frank. M- maybe all of that. Not, I'm not saying a trade Russ or 
or whatever, but maybe Frank feels a little heat, maybe. Oh, and I'm not sure. saying that's right or wrong, but at some around the 20 game mark is where teams kind of like, okay, we either need to make a change now or don't make a change at all. Because if you fire a coach midway 60% into the season, that, that adjustment period is just, you're starting at, at like ground one again. And it's just, it's too hard to, to do all of that again. How does Frank not feel heat right now? There was no, he definitely does. There was, there was no confidence given to him with a one year extension. Mm-hmm. How does he not feel with the history of LeBron James and coaches? I was, who did they hire as his assistant coach? David Fisdale, mm-hmm. who, you know, great relationship with LeBron. And then also credited as the guy in Miami who helped, well, was credited for coming up with the idea with Eric Spolstra, maybe moving Chris Bosh to center and playing a more, uh, a new era type of basketball with your big as as the center so there's just when he was hired it kind of just raised an eyebrow for me at least um all the stories that we thought would come with jason kidd last year would definitely come this year if the lakers fall below 500 with lebron back again i I don't even know how much of it is just like them losing if it's just blowouts if it's third quarter meltdowns if it's everybody looking disorganized like like if they would have lost that heat game right i would have been okay with it they played well i thought for the most part it was a close game against a really good opponent like you're shorthanded those games are gonna happen like they'll probably lose to milwaukee tomorrow and like if they're at least competitive and look like they're on the right track of figuring things out okay but if they get completely blown out it's the same exact story over and over over again like at some point adjustments need to be made I'm not saying in terms of people losing the job, but in terms of like coming up with another game plan or something. Because they haven't played really good teams yet. I mean, the, I know the Bulls are a very good team, and the, so are the Heat. Like, I wonder how the team will just kind of step up. You know, like how they'll respond to the strength of schedule increasing. You know, like going to Milwaukee and playing a, a nationally televised game against the defending champions. Going to Madison Square Garden, we already know. Go playing the the Celtics in Boston, another nationally televised game. Like, will this team like? Do, are they just going to play to the to the level of their opponent? Are they that team? Because that's like I said, it's very possible. It, like they could be that team, like that they do all year long. Because because they they are like a bunch of vets, you know. Like they're not going into every game. Like the Thunder are probably just trying to show everybody, like, hey, we're good. We we can compete. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I, I wonder if the Lakers are just waiting for a challenge. I, I don't know. I mean, outside of, like, the Miami game, I think they've kind of just been squashed against good teams. Like, Phoenix, like, destroyed them. Uh, Chicago destroyed them. They blew a lead I, opening they, night, you know, against the Warriors. Yeah, I, I thought, see, that Golden State game, although, like, they probably should have won that game, too. That was another game where I felt like they just gave that away. Mm-hmm. But... They haven't looked great against good teams either outside of maybe Miami. So, yeah, yeah right. maybe this hopefully going on the road, like you said, kind of gives them a change of scenery. I, I think they need some type of change to, like, jumpstart this team. So, so LeBron, hopefully LeBron is back Friday. Exactly. I mean, that's the if you take anything away, hopefully LeBron is back on Friday. He will not be back tomorrow. Chris Middleton is set to rejoin the Bucks tomorrow. Uh, he's missed the last eight games because of COVID. Um, he says he feels better. Uh, he just had, like, couple of symptoms for like two days um so chris middleton will be back and i think the bucks um you know 
likely, likely win that game, but you never know. Uh, here we go, Alex, at the Bucks, at the Celtics, at the Pistons, and we'll be back on Tuesday against or after they play the Knicks. All right, so what is that, four games? Mm-hmm. All right, oh, man. And there's some there's some tough ones in there. Um, I mean, I I would hope, I'll say two and two. is. I would be really happy with two and two. I would be, uh, okay. I might sound crazy. I'm expecting three and one. Wow. Okay. So which and for no can reason you, can you say which which three of those yeah. games like Boston, Detroit, New York? I I think they can win tomorrow. I think with maybe, LeBron coming, maybe. LeBron coming back in Boston. Uh, let's you're just assume right. that right. Like assume he comes back, which is the reports. Boston has struggled. We all know their struggles. Uh, Detroit's not good. They better win that game. They yeah, they got to win that Detroit game. They, they got to win that Detroit they're, game. They're not having another Thunder situation on our hands. And I think LeBron in Madison Square Garden, I just think like they'll win that game too. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Uh, if they go 3-1, and one, I'll be thrilled. Yeah. I think that that would be a great, great road trip. Uh, well, a start of the road trip. They still have to play, like you said, that back-to-back in right. Indiana, which uh, that's that sounds kind of tough too, like any back-to-backs. It does. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but uh, THT back looked pretty good. Um, I, I think he just filled up the box score last night when it was garbage time, but he looked pretty good the first game back. LeBron expected to be back on Friday. And um, nothing with Kendrick done. I don't know what's no. up with him. And Ariza, he's doing stuff on the court again. That is your Lakers injury update. Cool. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Man, at I, least at least it's getting shorter uh, as the weeks go by. Tht back and hopefully LeBron back soon. And like you said, Ariza doing some work. So hopefully the the bad is behind us on that end. So I don't know if you wrote anything for SilverScreenRoll.com, but I did see you write some really interesting uh, tweets. And I always tell people like your Twitter uh, feed is incredibly informative. So go follow you at Alex M Regla on Twitter. Did you write anything for SilverScreenRoll? I'm going to probably following the Bucks game tomorrow, so I'll probably write about that game and the takeaways from that. And you can follow me at AlexPadilla86 on Twitter, and you can check out SilverScreenRoll.com for all of your Lakers news. Literally every single day there's a podcast on this network, so you can listen to everybody's show. Um, and make sure you subscribe, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Amazon, anywhere there's podcast. We are there, even Facebook podcast now, if you're still a Facebook user. Um, Alex, this is fun. Um, I don't know why I'm so mellow today about the team. I really don't, but here I am, and I'll see what we're, we'll see what I'm like on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it stays that way. Hopefully there's not some craziness that happens, and it's all the panic buttons hit from everyone. I think we all just got to chill. Let's yeah. just chill. It's a long season. It's a very long season. Lots of games left, and LeBron's coming back. Now let's hope he can stay there. That's that's what I would. If he gets hurt again, then I'm you know, I'm ready to hit the panic button. If he gets hurt, again. <laughs> you were so, you were fine for like ninety eight percent of this podcast. If he gets hurt end. again, oh oh, like, if he gets hurt again, yeah, 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 it's yeah. I thought you meant like no, you no, talked no. yourself out of it. No, if he gets hurt again, then I'm like, sure, okay, dude, sure, how, sure, that's sure. a lot of injuries in two years in his whole Lakers tenure. That's a lot of injuries. So yeah. Anyways, no more injuries, no hopefully. More. No more. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next week. Alex, thank you. Thank you, man.